0: <laughs> it's just the best video that took place in a buffalo well. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Book where two guys talk about music videos. I'm Olivia Snedden.
0: Now I'm Rob Olson. At the top of the episode you may I hope you I hope I hope you heard a little bit from what we like to consider the best music video of all time.
1: That's correct, Rob. That's uh, November Rain by Guns N' Roses. But while we're on the subject of music videos. Yeah. Um, Rob was diligently preparing for this podcast moments ago, and he said something, <laughs> and I couldn't hear him over the music video I was watching and dancing to in my in my chair. But Kay's Choice, do you remember Kay's Choice? Yeah, they had that uh, "Not an Addict" song. Very good, because I did not tell Rob what I exactly was what video I was going to talk about, and I'm not going to talk about the video so much as the fact that in YouTube I'm watching a video from a different band. Not while we're talking. I actually managed to pause that and pay enough attention to this that I don't have to watch music videos while I'm doing it. But um, Kay's Choice, Not an Addict, is in the sidebar on YouTube. Yeah. And it says European version. There's apparently a European version of Not an Addict. And I'm very intrigued by this.
0: Hmm. Not intrigued enough to derail our entire episode, though, I'm guessing. Um, no. (laughs) Kay's choice.
1: Wait, derail. Is there a rail for this one?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess I was presuming that there was some rail to go <laughs> off of. Um, lazy summer of podcasting continues. I want to say, uh, on the topic of Kay's choice, I have another bit of information about them. They oh, do
1: tell. There's news.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. This is this is going back. But um, back in the day when Kay's choice was a thing, they actually did a, uh, an appearance on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: You know I love those days because um, one of my favorite bands is the Killers. Are you familiar with the Killers, Rob? Uh, somebody told me that I might like those guys. Somebody told you that they had a girlfriend <laughs> that looked like a boyfriend <laughs> um, I discovered our friend Dan them in February yes <laughs> I discovered them on an episode of the OC as did many people, and um, it is frequently believed that that appearance on the OC is what launched their career.
0: That's awesome. I don't think this appearance on Buffy the Vampire Slayer really did much for Kay's choice. No, probably not. Do you, uh, did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I watched, I believe it was probably the entire first season and just kind of mm-hmm. lost interest. Do you know what the name of the um, all-ages club that they used to go to was called? No. The Bronze. They're going to the Bronze. They play some pool, sit at a table, drink some non-alcoholic beverages.
1: I, I don't understand the appeal for that show. I, now if you want to go take a step back, I thought the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, we know. Was goddamn brilliant. Um fucking Donald Sutherland's in that movie. He is, and so is uh what's his name? Pee Wee Herman, that guy.
0: Paul Rubens. Um uh, yep. what's the name of the girl? Christy something oh, or yeah,
1: I was just gonna say Kirsty, Christy. It's Swanson? not Kirsty Ellie
0: Swanson. Christy Swanson? That might be it. Let's go to the internet. Just to, This is what the Booked Podcast is coming to, everybody.
1: We need a sound effect that's us going to the internet. I turn off my clicky noises. It shouldn't be your clicky noises. That should not be the sound effect that we use. <laughs> right. Uh, that is, oops, that's the series. Christy Swanson. Good job, sir. Now, I want to tell you something. You know how bad I am with names. If that tells you the affection I have for that movie. Yeah, that's the actually, other day, yeah. The other day you sent me a message about a book that's coming out this Tuesday by one of our favorite writers.
0: Oh, you didn't and remember God his name, it, did you?
1: I laid in bed for five fucking minutes <laughs> and going, I'm not going to look this up. I know I can do this. I'm picturing a picture of him and me and you. That was our email picture, our Google like picture forever. It took me five goddamn minutes to come up with his name. But Christy Swanson I can pull out of my ass in like 15 seconds. Not the actual actress. Although I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Dude, that's going on the YouTube channel if that ever happens. I'm pretty sure that if uh, someone were able to find her it wouldn't be in a place that's much better than the place that I said I could her out of. Because she... I think her career fucking tanked after that. Oh, she was in like Playboy or something, I thought. Oh, that's not a movie. Is that a movie? Is there a movie?
0: It plays It plays in my mind. I don't know. No, yeah. That's probably Christy not.
1: Swanson, what happened to you? Um... You were the best Buffy the Vampire Slayer ever. If you're listening... <laughs> If you if you could hear this <laughs> from like under my chair, <laughs> we, yeah, we're gonna, we might launch an exploratory Whoa. mission into. She is currently in production, filming two movies: Whoa. crowning jewels, that sounds, and angels in the snow, which is a TV movie. Hmm. And she has been in stuff at least every year for the last. So she's got work. Yeah, but I don't. She was in a movie called or a TV series called Three Way. Them, ooh i wonder if that's inspired by like the the 90s movie three way um would it be the number 3 and then the word way no okay this is a uh, showben's journey of serenity and calm hits a bump in the road when her best friend Roxy moves her new girlfriend Andrea into the house uh-oh uh no steamy. no about that steamy uh, yeah she was in things like the tv movie black hole A lot of TV TV movies, I'm guessing. Swamp Shark. Swamp Shark? Swamp Shark. That's some freshwater hijinks. Recurring, recurring role in Psych, the TV series. I mean, she's been in lots (sighs) of big stuff since Buffy. Psych. 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 God damn it. All right. um, That's enough about All right. Anyway, (laughs) I just wanted to. Why is there a European version of, of, I don't know. I'm going to listen to this after we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I if I notice you're not responding,
0: I'm going to suspect that you're listening yes. to it during the episode. Yes.
1: Now I'm looking at a list of the most beautiful actresses in the world.
0: We um we have a couple things to talk about tonight. Um, we didn't Better. come in with uh, a list of suggestions from someone else, but um, we do have a, a thing or two to talk about. Do you want to dispense with the self promotion up front?
1: Um. Yeah. Let's let's. Uh, yeah. While people are still listening, it would be a good yeah. time to do that before before everybody turns out
0: mm. to, or tunes out because hopefully they turned out to listen <laughs> motherfuckers all
1: got turned out yeah we're turning you out right now <laughs> god there's no rails at the at the end if you stay tuned all the way to the end of this podcast we'll recommend some good podcasts to listen to yeah, yeah. um so a little
0: self promo a little putting ourselves out there uh just want to remind everybody that uh patreon is a thing that we do um So if you go to patreon.com slash booked, you can be one of the many people who pledges to uh, give us a little bit of money every month. And what that's going to do is it's going to keep us um, paying for hosting on the website, paying for audio hosting. And it is going to allow us to attend conferences and meet people around the country. Um, What that will do is give us more connections in the publishing industry, uh, give us more people to interview, and keep us from just rattling on about Christy Swanson um, because we'll too, we'll be too busy interviewing people like James Patterson and stuff
1: like that. So, Rob brings up kind of a good point. But, um, Rob, you can set goals, right? Set a goal. It's yeah. got to be lofty. But a goal where we go and meet Christy Swanson.
0: Oh, wow. So... Yeah, we haven't done that yet. One of the things that um, there's milestone goals that we could set where if we hit a certain amount of contribution per month, we will do XYZ. Um, I was thinking that if we got up to 300 a month, that means that the Patreon would be uh, funding our trip to a, a conference, one conference per year. So, what do you think? If if, if like one book conference a year is 300 a month, what would it have to be
1: to meet Christy Swanson? Well let's let's internet stalk Christy Swanson. This is where the sound effect would go. <laughs> oh hang on. Where does Christy Swanson live? Uh is, well, at one point they currently live in Santa Clarita, California. I don't want to fucking go to California. Internet searching. Is that the internet sound? That clicking. Yeah.
0: High tech right here. A. Adam Martin would be proud. Wait, so it's in California? Yes, it's in California. I don't know, man. We live in Illinois. 400?
1: 500? Sure. 500 a month? Yeah, we track her down and ask her how she got out of my ass and all the way to California.
0: <laughs> what are you doing outside of Livius' ass? How did you get to California and what's it like working with Donald Sutherland? And Paul
1: Rubens at the same time. Now, in the event that um, you are poor and have better things to do with your... Okay. In the event that you are poor, because I'm sure you have better things to do with your money, but Whoa. in the event that you want to not contribute... Now, this is me being heartfelt. There is another way to support the podcast. What? Yeah. We have a mailing list. Well, we, I don't know. How many things have to be on a thing to be a list? Um, I'm thinking between 3 and 10. So um, we will have a mailing list. We don't currently have a list. Are we calling it a mailing list or a newsletter? It is a newsletter mailing list. Okay. So the mailing
0: list is what we'd send the newsletter to? Yes, exactly. All right. I think I got
1: this. So um, in the event... Now, you can do both. We encourage you to do both. But in the event that one is more plausible than the other financially. Sign up for our, uh, our newsletter mailing list thing. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the benefits
0: of doing both,
1: because we just talked about what they could do for us. We didn't say what we're going to give back. Exactly. So currently, all Patreon contributors get early access to these episodes. Yep. So occasionally, you may see someone comment on something, and you're like, oh, they're saying something about the booked episode, but I don't know what they're saying. Why? Because I haven't heard the episode yet. Yeah. Um, At what contribution level do they get early?
0: If you do a dollar per month, that gets you early access to all of our content. And why I say all of our content is, uh, remember back when we uh, went to see Mark Z. Danielowski? I do. Yes, that I remember. Remember, um, I I said his name so you wouldn't have to try and remember it. Thanks. Um, (laughs) The author of House of Leaves. Um, Do you remember what I did during that event?
1: You very uh, clandestine, clandestine, fucking yeah. damn it, clandestinely took some video that you probably weren't supposed to take.
0: Yeah, I probably didn't wasn't supposed to take it. So, but what I did was I took a 16 minute video of him doing a reading from the book The Familiar, and we put it up on our YouTube channel. Um, but that link, the video was private for the first like week, week and a half that it was up, and it was only available for view uh, from our for our Patreon. Uh patrons, so things like that are going to happen where we have a video from live events, we have audio of, of you know us being out at a conference or something like that, um, and then episodes going up. So those types of things, if you're doing even just a dollar a month, you're going to get early access to that. Um, and even just a dollar a month is definitely an excellent contribution, because if you think about it, if you know 20
1: people gave a dollar a month. You know that bumps us up if thirty. Hold on, a second. <laughs> hold on. carry carry the one. 20. That would be twenty dollars a month. Yeah,
0: twenty dollars a month. Yeah, okay.
1: part of that will go to Livius's vape habit. That is correct. That yeah. is correct. And and this is like a big thing on YouTube. So I don't know. This means nothing to me, but we'll figure out. What it is we'll give you a shout out on the podcast if you contribute. Absolutely, we will. Um, that sounds like a thing when I watch YouTube videos. Mostly I'm vaping. <laughs>
0: And I'll tell you too, like the videos that we're putting up get some serious hits. Like, uh, remember I did that unboxing, the quote-unquote unboxing of the the book. I do uh,
1: familiar that got like that's up to almost a thousand views. So yeah. and that's on on like eight subscribers. So yeah. feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel, donate on Patreon, and now let's talk. Let's talk newsletter. Ooh, back to the newsletter. This is exciting stuff right here. So when we get to fifty subscribers, because we have uh, we've mentioned this I think twice on the podcast, kind of passingly. But when we get to 50, <laughs> fifty subscribers, then it'll be a list, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, we are going to start sending out the newsletter.
0: Yeah, and I've the got some newsletter. newsletter. Mm-hmm. Great ideas for what's going to go in that newsletter letter
1: or, or <laughs> <newsleader>. <laughs> We're going to send you a quart of news, a bunch of a bunch of ounces. Of self promotion,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was gonna yeah, something like that. At any rate, yes, the news leader will have stuff that Rob has good ideas for.
0: Yeah, I, I'm even willing to share one of them. Oh, please do. So, I don't even
1: know what he what this is.
0: How many times do you think we've reviewed a book by Stephen Graham Jones? Seven, probably. No. How many times do you think he's been on the podcast? Three. Yeah. Ooh so what if we had a nice convenient list of all of that stuff all in one place that would be pretty cool yeah so i'm thinking like we can do stuff like that in the newsletter where it's like hey are you into david james keaton because who isn't here are all the episodes that he appeared in and here are all his interviews and all that kind of stuff so you can kind of have a curated list of things that you're interested in boom right there Like this
1: idea and other stuff as I well. I really like this idea. Well, you know, we've been talking for a while. Well, on and off, we've been talking about having like people vote for books we review and stuff. And I would definitely think that would be a a newsletter thing. Like we would open that up for people to get the newsletter and let them decide on a book that we're going to review.
0: Oh, like in the newsletter, put a link in and
1: be like, "Hey, go here yeah. to vote for blah blah blah." Yep. Or send your submission yeah for something ideas that's coming too. up if we're a little iffy on a couple books. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. any rate, I guess the point is, this sounds like it's a lot of work to sign up, Rob. What what exactly does it entail? Because it sounds like it takes a lot. So you're going to go to BookedPodcast.com. BookedPodcast.com.
0: So that's one step right there. On the right-hand side of the website,
1: you're going to see... Right-hand side. It's on the right-hand side. <laughs> you're going to see a box where you type in your email address. The email address. Make sure that has the at... And then the domain afterwards.
0: Yeah. Then you press submit. And That's then what? Kind of three steps. And then you're going to get an email that says, hey, here's a free book. Because did we mention that? Oh, we did not mention that. What What book? What book are we doing? Ooh, you're getting the ebook of the Booked Anthology. And you're not just getting the e-book. Let's say, oh, man, I've got a Kindle and this uh, these shyster bastards are going to send us an EPUB no- you're gonna get the PDF, the EPUB, and the MOBI all together. Oh, Bam. we're
1: gonna include the PDF just like 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 shitty publishers do when they send out EPUB <laughs> <e-book> copies. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. we're gonna <laughs> for um, our, our
0: masochistic uh, listeners, you'll have a PDF that you can listen to. The nice thing about the ebook is that the ebook version of the book anthology is a lot of people know. Some people might not. Um, in addition to getting the 25 stories written by um, authors who've been guests on our podcast. You're going to get two bonus stories, one written by Pela Villa, the editor, and one written by yours truly.
1: That's right. Both Rob and Payla have excellent stories in there. Um, let me explain why they're not in the actual anthology. Well, I'll explain why Pela's story isn't in the <laughs> Does anthology. Does it have to do with integrity? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's integrity. I, I fully felt that, it, that her story should be in there. Yeah. And we talked about it and we discussed it. She didn't feel comfortable with having her name on the cover of an anthology that contained her own story. So we decided not to. But then we thought, as a neat bonus, we would add it in as an ebook or in the ebook, along with a great story by Rob, who I think would have been totally, there would have been zero integrity in us putting your story in there. Yeah. Her. She's actually right. like a legitimate writer. So you know what I mean? <laughs> That's. Yeah. But yeah, those two stories both are definitely worth reading. And that is yours for free. Um, if you sign up for the ebook, And you don't actually have to wait around for us to send it to you. There's some type of crazy automated system that does it that I don't understand.
0: Yeah, we hired a robot. Took some of that Patreon money and um, we hired a robot that just sits in front of a screen. Boom. All day long. Perfect. I love technology. It's a robot or a, mo- a, a monkey maybe? I don't know. It's, it's something that's not us. All right.
1: Are we done self-promoting?
0: I'm going to summarize that for you just really quickly. So once again, patreon.com slash booked. As little as $1 a month gets you early access to all of our stuff. Uh, once we start hitting some milestones, we're going to do crazy stuff like stalk um, Hollywood celebrities and uh, go to conferences and stuff like that. So definitely do that. Also, BookedPodcast.com, right-hand side, enter your email, click on Submit, get the free Booked Anthology. Then once we hit our um, our minimum because we're just not going to send out a newsletter to four people and feel like losers. And once we hit our minimum of fifty, we're going to start sending out some cool uh, information uh, exclusive to people who subscribe to our newsletter. Time to put
1: that robot to work, kids. It ain't gonna pay for itself. <laughs> subscribe now. Get that robot working. All right. Can we talk more about music videos? Um. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk about a different kind of video. So. Uh-huh. Um. Long-time friend of the show, Adam Whose Legs Don't Work. Um, why? I, I forget. Why do we call him Adam Whose Legs Don't Work? His legs don't work. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. So I thought there was going to be something funnier beyond that. It, it's not.
0: Oh, no, well, it's a tragic suggested. story.
1: And this has been around This has been around for a while, hystericalliterature.com. Are you familiar with it, Rob? Um, Hang on. I
0: know he sent us a link, and I'm going to go mm-hmm. to it just so that...
1: I... Oh. I'll explain it to listeners while you're searching for the link.
0: What a douche. He didn't even send a link.
1: <laughs> um has, I think it's like 15 sessions. And what it is, I'm assuming all of these women are porn stars, but they're all women. They're reading from works of literature. But um, apparently while they're doing this, they're being sexually stimulated by somebody or something that's under the table. And they try to read through works of literature. Um, while being sexually stimulated, that's oh, probably yeah. about as nicely as I can put all this
0: <laughs> um I know in the case of the f- very first one- mm-hmm. uh stoya mm-hmm. there is a. You, are we not being explicit? is that why you talk oh you no heard? no
1: i can you can you can be a pig if you want it's fine. I just oh. refuse to lower yeah. myself to that. I'm the pig uh-huh. <laughs> um
0: so basically she was reading oh god i wish i knew what book she was reading um if only
1: there were a way i mean i could start playing the video you are you're in the link she reads necrophilia variations by supervert
0: yeah and um she does this while. do you know what a um have you heard of a hitachi i think they're called yeah they make all kinds of like TVs like hard and shit. Drives and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they also make um, like some supercharged, like uh, like vibrator. Oh. So while she's reading, um, she's got one of those up against her girly bits. And um, the idea is to be reading while she's like coming to orgasm. Um,
1: yeah. any rate, I guess, yeah. Hitachi Magic Wand. Oh, it's a vibrating massager. So you had to go and make it dirty. It's a massager.
0: Do massagers vibrate? yes vindicated
1: all right um so yeah <laughs> there's that but that's not what he was what he was mentioning to us because that's you know i mean it uh-huh. is what it is but what he had actually suggested was trying to find someone to read a david james keaton or joshua <laughs> deech book in that format um so we talked a lot about this um uh, between ourselves uh, you know about how we can get something like this to, so rob volunteered to do this <laughs> but we couldn't find a story short enough. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it. Um, it's true. Those six-word stories. <laughs> Baby shoes for sale. Never worn. That of nothing. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't get over that. I can't get over this. Um... You know who we could enlist? No, I don't. Uh, it's a female author who has a tendency to lean toward the little bit lewd, sometimes lewd and weird. I'm talking Nikki and man. We can make this happen.
1: Oh, you know, now that you say that, I go. This is fucking brilliant. But I think all we're really doing is ripping off someone else's idea. If we and I'm talking about like doing a series of these, not like every week, but you know, once every couple months. Well, let's read. I think that's kind of we're we're kind of ripping off someone else's idea.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's how everything awesome ever happens. You rip off someone else's idea. That's how a lot of stupid shit happens too.
1: Just ask. Just sorry. Just add Nikki Gerlaine. That's. that's, Uh, Yeah.
0: Hysterical literature is a video and art series. Is a video art series by uh, by New York City based photographer and filmmaker Clayton Cubit. It explores feminism, mind and body dualism, distraction, portraiture, and the contrast between culture and sexuality. See, we're not going to do any of that.
1: Motherfucker, I watched one of the videos. It does none of those things. It's porn chicks reading literature while getting off.
0: Yeah, I didn't see
1: any of those other things that you were talking about.
0: See, that's what I'm I'm saying. Like, we do no pretension. It's just some chick getting all horny while she's reading a story. Right? Uh... This would be
1: an exclusive for Patreon contributors. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I've already got the gears are turning in my head. We're going to make this happen. And it's always Nikki Gurley and it's no one else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, may, we may want to run this by Nikki Gerling. I get the feeling just she's going to be cool with it. Just, I'm just saying we should probably talk to her about it before we... Right.
0: Le- Livius is playing the level-headed one this uh, episode. I don't know how that happened.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's been a long week. I'm too tired for anything but level-headed. So, um <laughs> beaten down uh, to levity. Adam whose legs don't work. I want you to know that what started off as maybe a joke, I don't know, might be coming to fruition because Rob thinks this is totally doable.
0: Um yeah. Yeah. And and <laughs> I'm imagining a situation where I'm like, "Okay, send us the footage and then we're like, can you try this one more time?" No
1: all right <laughs> moving on what else you want to talk about <laughs> i was trying to um, sound like a creeper dude um yeah you were you did were i doing do that right job. i was trying to totally distance myself from your all creepiness right. all right i
0: suppose um we could actually talk
1: a little bit about books
0: what do you think is there anything book related worth talking about right now well um that WorldCon thing just happened
1: no, hold on. That's that's the, the sci fi one, right? The sci fi fantasy. Yeah, that's why we weren't there. Yeah, it was
0: um oh shit, it was yesterday, WorldCon in Spokane, Washington. Um we're recording on the twenty third. August twenty second was the uh, the actual event, which included the recently controversial Hugo
1: Awards. Now... I've seen some, just a little bit of stuff, but you're actually going to have to explain to me and maybe some of our listeners what you mean by controversial. Other than the fact that they're giving awards <sighs> to science fiction stuff. <laughs> like it's
0: controversial that science fiction even <laughs> deserves deserve an awards. award. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's nothing award worthy about science fiction. Other Rachel. than that. <laughs> um, first of all, do we know people that went to Worldcon? I think we do. I believe we do. I think the aforementioned
1: Nikki Gerland might have been there. Um nope, nope. she was at Necronomic Necronomicon. Necronomicon My bad. Which can I tell you there's no fucking better name for a convention, the Necronomicon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was bound to happen. It has the word yeah. con in it. Alright, so we know nobody that went to the to the to the um WorldCon, it turns out. Uh maybe we did. But anyway, um so I, I remember reading an article about this back in the beginning of the year. Um essentially the Hugos are um, the nomination process and the voting process is audience driven so um, it's not like I think the Stokers are there's like a panel of judges and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of awards are going to be that way but the Hugos are are audience driven so um, traditionally in sci-fi and fantasy not a huge surprise It's a bunch of nerdy old white people who write it Um, but as of late uh, because, you know, diversity started, I think, what, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, something like that? Do you mean when we started having people that
1: weren't white and old? Yeah. yeah. It's about 10 years ago. Okay. so Use me in general, right? right? Yeah, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: now there's a lot more female, uh, prominent female science fiction and fantasy authors, um, also gay and lesbian. Um, and then, obviously, people of other races um, becoming more and more prominent. And there's a bunch of whiny white dudes who don't like that too much. Um, so there's an actual movement that took place um, during the nomination process. Two different groups. Two different groups. Okay, so there was back in uh, the beginning of the year, there was
1: something called Puppygate.
0: Ring any bells? <laughs>
1: You I can't know, make no. this shit up. <laughs> but I got to tell you that if it did, I'm sure I would have a totally different thought on what Puppy Game might have been. <laughs> and that had nothing to do with science fiction writers against homos or whatever it is that you're about to. <laughs> like, I'm guessing this is the, the route that you're going in. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and actually, part of this is going to go down the road of, remember when we had that list of authors who were like, who was racist and who was a pedophile and stuff? Yes. We might kind of nudge into that territory a little bit, but... um. Okay. Two different groups of people, one the Sad Puppies and one the Rabid Puppies, um, basically f- loophole their way into rigging the nominations to make it heavily white dudes. Um,
1: I, can we go... Okay, there's got to be a good story to this, so somebody enlighten us, because I, I get the feeling Rob might not have the answer. Why are they both puppy-related?
0: Um, it explains... Like if, th- the Sad could, Puppies get explained that... Um, uh, it has something to do with, you know, those fucking um, ASPCA commercials or whatever with Sarah McLachlan and there's like the puppies that are sad. Mm-hmm.
1: They were, the name got inspired by a joke around that. Like, wait, uh, I got it if you were going to call them like the homophobe Klingons. <laughs> or like the, 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 like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another, like, like the white, whitey Spocks or, you know, there's something <laughs> sci-fi.
0: The Whitey Spocks.
1: Uh, but the sad puppies?
0: <laughs> no, you have to give me a minute on this. I gotta get over the Whitey Spocks. That's <laughs> going on a shirt? Yeah, I don't understand... <laughs> Fuck. I don't understand why... Yeah. It's kind of an odd name. Whitey Spock Gate would have sounded a lot cooler t- <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: I guess, alright, so they somehow rigged the nominating process so that only crusty old white folks would, would win Hugo Awards. Is this... The, the
0: nominations were dominated by a bunch of crusty white people, but they weren't solely crusty white people. Um, and I guess there's an article on Wired that's pretty lengthy that I didn't even just want to really read the whole thing um, that goes into it, but um, apparently uh, there's an option to vote for nobody. <laughs> so there were some it was primarily crusty white people but also um, uh, other nominees as well Um, and the idea was they were just going to uh, kind of stack the deck in favor of crusty white people but uh, in response I guess a record number of people uh, registered to be eligible to vote for the Hugo Awards and so the question was were the people that were registering to vote um, on the puppy side, or I'm sorry, on the what is it? The whitey spocks. <laughs> were they were they on the side of the whitey spocks, or were they on the side of uh,
1: equality and all that shit? I guess. Uh, here's so, what bugs me about this: two two things. First, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to sound like a bigot apologist, and I'm not. <laughs> I I'm Not, not in are. this particular case, okay? I think that when you do something like this, it maybe takes away from the fact that maybe that the actual award winner, maybe the best sci-fi fantasy book of the year, might have actually been written by a crusty white person. That's
0: true. That's completely so it, possible. It, it,
1: it belittles that winning just because now if someone who's not gay or a woman... Win, you know, do, doesn't win, or I'm sorry, if someone who's, if a white man wins, now it's, it's if just a whitey because Spock of bullshit. It. Yes, it's just because of bullshit politics, anti gay propaganda, whatever you want to call it. So that's my first problem. The second problem is, let me see if I get this straight. They, the, the whitey Spocks, the homophobe <laughs> Klingons, they. Yes. Don't think that a person who's gay can write a good story about not just fictional characters, fictional fucking beings. So sci-fi stories are like 100% made up, right? Because most of them take place on other planets and there's other creatures that don't exist. So now if you said to me, man, I don't know, this gay guy is writing this story about this straight white guy that's in a relationship with a straight white woman. And I don't know that he's qualified to write a good story about this. I'd go, Meh, you're right. What you know, right? So maybe, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But now we're saying that a group of people, and, and you're throwing women in the mix too. So women can't adequately make shit up about a completely fictional world. That's all <laughs> fucking orcs and ogres and, and Martians like, like, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like what makes them not qualified to do that? If you if okay if you and I were to go in and write gay porn and some of the gay community that's into porn were like I don't know how credible these two fuckers are eh, okay right
0: um yeah I mean I guess there I would mean, be some I mean it's not right if argument. our story's
1: great but it is like <laughs> two straight white guys are writing fucking gay porn
0: it would be gay tourism and that's in that case you know that's the thing right
1: um no I don't. Uh, I, I, all right, let's stay on one weird fucking topic at a time. <laughs> so that's, I, but that's two major issues I have with that. You know, a that maybe the winner is a crusty old white guy, but now that's devalued. And B, right. it's people making shit up. There are no qualifiers other than you can make up a good story and all your you know periods and commas are in the right places. Like that's what we're really talking about. I fully I.
0: Surprisingly, somehow one hundred percent agree with you on this. Um, one of the guys that's in one of the puppy groups, I am sorry, one of the whitey spocks. Yeah, his name's Theodore Beale.
1: Which, okay. right there, kind
0: of weird name, right?
1: Well, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, if his parents gave him that name, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird. Anyway, go ahead. Theodore Beale, Ted Beale, Teddy Beale,
0: openly opposes racial diversity, homosexuality, and women's suffrage. I can't make this up. Um let's see. Um let's say he says he doesn't oppose all women's suffrage just um women voting in a representative democracy because they have a very they're very highly inclined to value security over liberty. Uh and thus are very easy to manipulate.
1: Oh, I, was doing, I was doing so well too. <laughs> There might be something to be said for what he just said. Oh. <laughs> oh hold on a second. Oh, no. Hold no. on a second.
0: You're taking us back. All right, so we had if like four new group, subscribers in the newsletter.
1: gone. If, if there is a group of people that tend to very strongly believe in one way or another, let's not say they're women. Let's say that they're podcasters. Okay? <laughs> They very strongly believe, in one view, that although it doesn't directly take a, a shot at liberty, I mean, is it not okay then to not like podcasters or not want them to vote?
0: Wait, I think you just talked in some weird circular way that I didn't understand. Can you try and right. understand?
1: Okay.
0: All right. <sighs> Hit it to me. Just give it to me. Give me the straight dope. I just want to hear it okay. straight. Let's not like in a straight versus gay way. Just let's
1: right, no, Hold on, Whitey Spock. <laughs> say this as straight as I can. Shit,
0: how did I become the biggest?
1: <laughs> um, assuming let's assume for a minute <laughs> that women value security above everything else. Which I don't know that that's not. I don't want to say you know it's not scientifically proven. It's not whatever, but I could see that. Okay, if that somehow affects liberty, and liberty. Is one of our founding concepts. I'm not saying you take away their right to vote, but I could see you being opposed to the concept of them voting. So, what I'm really hearing is,
0: if I get if I convince someone to make two massively logic huge logical leaps, then we can <laughs> then we can start worrying about shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think you pretty much got that. All yeah. right, cool. All, All right. Right. we're on All the right. same page. I <laughs> just wanted to make sure that we we're on the same page.
0: All right, cool. <laughs> so what it comes down to is apparently uh, the Hugo Awards. Back to <laughs> back to the whole thing. Um, I don't think one whitey Spock took an award.
1: Oh, see, but now now you have the opposite. Now you have the opposite concern, right? So, did we vote? <laughs> women or gays? To the, no, but here's the whole thing. But well, this is what happens when you and, and it's. I'm blaming the Whitey Spocks for this, right? <laughs> Good, because when you make it that much of an issue, now you have people who aren't voting with their their um, their conscience regarding. I'm going to vote this book to the top because I think it was the best book. You make it an issue of gay rights, or you make it an issue uh, of women's rights, and uh, not an issue an issue against. I guess that. And now what you may have is a bunch of people who never read any of these fucking books turning up and voting for the the, the gay guy or the woman. Like the simply, gayest, blackest person who wrote something. Right. So yeah. simply as a cause, and now you've fucked up the awards even more. So now you have an award winner who may or may not be the right person that won the award. And it all started because the Whitey Spocks couldn't keep their fucking <laughs> mouths shut and just say, hopefully... We have the best book, and if we continue to have the best book, it'll just be known that Whitey Spocks write the best books because year after year we fucking win, right? And that would be the determination of who the best writer is if it's crusty old white guy. Yeah. No.
0: No, I just can't get over Whitey Spocks.
1: All right. That's 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 my take on it. So basically, what we have we have a Hugo Awards award that we don't know is actually deserved. Any of them, because I'm sure it was more than one award. I'm sure they have 10 different awards, like every other awards thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so we don't know that any of them are the legitimate, voted best. Yeah, there's like 16 different awards, I think. Because it became a popularity contest. They politicized it.
0: Yeah. And it's tricky because the Whitey spox started this whole thing, and then the not-Whitey, normal, non spox. I can't think of a good name for the opposite group Um, uh, Reacted And then basically What the Whitey Spocks said was gonna happen Because the thing is fucked up Ended up happening But -hmm. not because the thing is fucked up It's because the Whitey Spocks were acting like
1: dicks Exactly And here's what happens I have to imagine So had I have heard of the Spocks before this I would have thought That's pretty fucked up I don't care Right, So I think you got a lot of people who just didn't care and nobody that the the Ku Klux Klan did not jump on this bandwagon (laughs) and sign up for the Huggo Awards. That's how they would say it. it would be like, there's these Huggo Awards. I don't know what this is
0: to vote for the Whitey
1: Spocks. But I do think that you may have seen some, um, you know, minority, in in quotes, minority science fiction groups enlist some help from some other, you know, people who might –
0: Oh yeah, activists. You know. Sure, absolutely. yeah,
1: exactly. So I think what we have is you might as well throw the fucking Hugo awards out because we're never going to fucking know yeah. now if the best book wins. And I'm still can't get over the fact they give out awards for science fiction books. Well, you know what we're. I hope are you're they the like same... longest book because that would be an award longest <laughs> like science fiction book
0: most fucked up alien. Yeah, I've been writing all my life to get that award. You know, I hope you're on the same page with me about what we're going to do for awards for next year. I, I, I don't know I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm sure I'm on board. We're gonna host the Whitey Spox.
1: <laughs> the whitey Fox yes, that's what we're gonna do.
0: The whitey Spock Awards where it's just white people who are crusty and um that way they have their own awards. I might be the only crusty white person
1: on this podcast
0: yeah <laughs> I'm not crusty I am I don't know if people know this, but I am white. Yeah no I, oh I know you're white yeah. you don't get much more white than you I just don't think you're as crusty as I am <laughs> did I tell you what I did in California um, um, for my to get a tan <laughs> no you Uh-oh. didn't uh, nude sunbathing every day no um that's horrifying um we would when we would take breaks from from the training that I was doing I would always go outside and um, hang out with people outside the building and I would take my hat off. And I was—I I would say every time I'm working on my head tan, because I wear a hat all the time, so there's, like, a white ring <laughs> like the, <laughs> the edge of my head. head. Um, I, I imagine it's
1: very susceptible to burning.
0: Yeah, um, yeah it's been peeling this oh, week. Yikes. So my head is peeling, but I have a nice even tan on my head, which, like, never happens, so I was pretty proud of myself. That's very cool. So I'm less white. I'm not as whitey of a Spock as I used to be. Very true. Yeah. All right. Cool, we talked legit
1: book stuff, man. That's We did. Wait, we're not done talking legit <sighs> book stuff. I know, I'm tired, though. What else we got? The winner of the Hugo Awards probably sold like 18 copies of their book. <laughs> I'm not even going to look this up, but that's what I'm expecting. Happened I, like, after. I, I like how little respect you have for the sci-fi and fantasy <laughs> after genres. This, after this fucking debacle, man, I don't even know like who won. I, I suppose I could look it up, but... It is science fiction and it's it's the one genre I just can't bring myself to we we're gonna review what the hell was it called? How fucking big is it? What the fuck was that book called? <laughs> it's, it's it's so, so big. Thick. It's so thick, right? So I was willing <laughs> to review it so thick, but if you were like, Oh, George R. R. Martin, I'd be like, Fuck, we're not reviewing that shit. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. where we're at on this podcast. Sorry, one sci fi listener that is tuned out. <laughs> See you later. Brayton Cameron is actually a big fan of uh, hardcore sci-fi. Hard science Great. fiction, I think it's called. Hard science Great. fiction. Brayton Cameron isn't a fan of this show, so he's not going to hear this. I'm not worried about it. You know, Axel Tiari might hear this, and he's swearing at me in fucking French.
0: Oh, yeah. He just got written up in io9. Straight science fiction right there. Science fiction.
1: He did. He did. All right. Who the fuck won? All right. Now we have to know. Who won? Who won the Hugo Awards. So he... Uh Oh, wait. You want me to tell you? Yes, I want to know the books that won the big Hugo Awards. Just the the novel of the year. Book with most spaceships. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do our sci-fi awards.
0: (laughs) The book with most spaceships? I kind of want to see that list. (laughs) Two haters of sci-fi create a list of sci-fi awards sci-fi fantasy awards um most erotic uh scene with a dragon <laughs> 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 that's gonna be one of them right
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a lot like what the fuck were the the is it the adult video awards yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna it's gonna be like that but for sci-fi because they have like <laughs> like biggest gangbang right it, but it's gonna be sci-fi longest female ejaculation (laughs) that could be sci-fi too
0: Passed out this time.
1: (laughs) I don't know how much Rob edited out, but there was a good 45 seconds where I could just hear wheezing. And I've got my phone hovering. I have 911 dialed on my phone. And I haven't hit send because I don't know. I hear him like tap three times. Then I call, and paramedics go and fucking rescue him.
0: So we're just repurposing. um, Pointiest ears. Porn Awards. Same title yeah, and everything. Pretty much. Yeah. I
1: have as much respect for those awards as yeah.
0: The biggest gangbang.
1: Yeah. All right. What's this book called?
0: <laughs> Dude, this really reinforces your thought because the best novel went to a book called The Three
1: Body Problem. Oh. All right. The Three Body Problem. This exists. It's available on Amazon. <coughs> I'm surprised. It's Asian and Chinese. It's Cichin Lu? Yeah. Yeah, C I C C I X I N, Chishin Chishin Liu, and Ken Lu is the translator. now I will give I will give Chishin some credit. He's got four hundred and seven reviews, four and a half stars. So I mean, this seems like a fairly well reviewed book. And four hundred reviews on Amazon is is a fucking lot of That's reviews. A lot. Yeah. Um, let's see. Set against the backdrop of China's cultural re- 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 resolution, <laughs> we're gonna have culture. Damn it, we resolved to have culture. <laughs> Set against the backdrop of China's cultural revolution, a secret military (laughs) project sends signals into space to establish contact with aliens. An alien civilization on the brink of destruction captures the signal and plans to invade Earth. Meanwhile, on Earth, different camps start forming. Whitey Spocks? Not Whitey Spocks. (laughs) Planning to either welcome the superior beings and help them take over the world seen as corrupt or to fight against the invasion. The result is a science fiction masterpiece of enormous scope and vision. So many female ejaculations. It's so thick. 400 pages it's from Tor Books so it's from a legit um, you know. it's the number 3 in books literature and fiction world literature Asian Chinese ok so not too specific no it's Chinese books about aliens All and, right. female, and female ejaculation <laughs> um. Um, you want to hear some other
0: awards sure best graphic story Ms. Marvel
1: Volume 1. M-I-Z? M-A-R-V-E-L? M-S. Like Uh, Miss. Sorry. Ms. Ms. No, that's okay. I think I (laughs) had another one in my head from something, like I may have seen. Oh, this is... Oh, wait. Hold on. This is fucking like anime. That's actually... It's by Marvel. But yeah, it's a comic book. Okay.
0: Best dramatic presentation, long form.
1: The fuck does that even mean?
0: Yeah. You would think, like, this is something really fancy. The Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It's a fucking best feature-length film. Okay, Jesus Christ. Next.
1: Best dramatic presentation short form. Orphan Black. Oh, alright. I can get behind. That's fucking sci-fi, isn't it? God damn it. I like Orphan Black. Uh, Best semi-pro zine. (laughs) Okay, do you see what I'm getting at here? Best semi-pro zine. There are 16 categories, and one of them is... this fucking guy puts out a newsletter in his basement,
0: and it turns out "semi-prozine" is one word. It's kind of fucked up, but the winner was Lightspeed Magazine, edited by John Joseph Adams, who was on two episodes of This Is Horror. Boom, homeboy Tacoma Hugo. Did you know that?
1: Uh, I I thought the name sounded familiar, and I'm yeah. guessing that's why. Yeah. Uh,
0: best fanzine, best fan cast. So we could have been, we could have been a podcast. Not
1: anymore. <laughs> Not after this episode. We
0: they're couldn't... like, the 2016 Hugos are like, fuck you, book podcast. Here's best female ejaculation <laughs> for Nikki Gurley and reading a David James Keaton story. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: Aww. like, oh,
0: they listened to that one episode.
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You know, let's... <clears throat> Let's talk some real book
0: news.
1: (laughs) That's real book news. I don't know what you're talking about. It was you said best fucking semi pro easing or whatever the fuck it was. It's not even a thing. That doesn't even exist. They made up a word.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right,
1: but then again, every word they make is made up because it's fucking science fiction. So
0: (laughs) it only it's only fitting that the fucking uh, awards are made up too,
1: right? Wait, are they mad at the Chinese guy because he's not crusty and white? Or is he a gay Chinese guy? Because um, they'll execute his ass in China. He's probably not fuck crusty around. or white enough. We're a little late on this because it's the lazy summer of podcasting. So the fact that we're three weeks behind on this news is, um, it, it hurts me a little bit inside. And I will let you know that it's totally my fault because Rob wanted to cover this very important literary release weeks ago. And uh, I think we came up with better shit. So, <laughs> James Patterson, Alert is out now in hardcover. Came out August 3rd. That's like three fucking weeks ago.
0: Man. I fall behind. Oh, are we supposed to be on that website for the book? Because I'm on the Inside the 2015 Adult
1: Adult Video Network Awards. No. (laughs) One of these subjects is far more interesting than the other. (laughs) But we're going to go with this one because it's in the show notes. Inside the awards, Livius. I got it. All right, just
0: want to make sure. All right, so let me, all right, I'll get it is, over what to What does me. the
1: award look like? Is there a picture of the award? Mm-hmm. I have to imagine it's a giant penis, right?
0: You would think that they would be able to miss that. Oh, there's some boobs. Um, they're not really showing award winners holding their awards. Hang on. No,
1: because they're showing award winners. Just award winners.
0: Come on, give me one award. What's the
1: award called?
0: Is um, there any... I think it's it's AVN, like it's shortened from Adult Video Network to AVN Award.
1: Oh, this is really weird. <laughs> so I type in AVN Award into Chrome, and you know how they try to auto-complete your search? Yeah. It's AVN Awards 2013, 2014, 2015, and then some terrorist-looking fucking writing afterwards. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I'm about to go into the uh, ISIS Awards. <laughs>
0: Oddly, they have a best female ejaculation as well. How does that even happen?
1: All right, so all right, so here is a. I, I did the video award. Oh, it's um, it's a it's a a couple, a man and a woman like intertwined. Oh, they're like nude, but they're like arms wrapped around one another
0: in, in a loving embrace. Yes, or in a sexy embrace,
1: maybe. Although when I search the images for that, there's one image of that. I'm assuming that's the award, <laughs> and the rest of them are all women. And they're all scantily clad women. Like one million images, and there's one image of the actual award when I search for AVN award. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. Oh. I wanted, really, all I wanted was a list of the awards. <laughs> I know. That they, right, but anyway, I don't think we're going to get there. I think it's just going
1: to be a bunch of distractions. James Patterson, man, and Michael Ledge, <laughs> Ledwidge. Ledwidge. Michael Bennett. Ledwidge. Right. Ledwidge oh, is yeah. Writer. Yeah, confused. Michael Bennett, not to be confused with Misty Bennett. Totally different thing. <laughs> Although, if James Patterson were writing books about Misty Bennett, they'd probably be, <laughs> they'd probably be more entertaining. And they'd be about like expensive shoes. Yeah, they really would. Yeah,
0: so. You know what Michael Ledwidge and James Patterson wrote? Eight other or seven other Michael Bennett novels? Man, I'm really doing a bad job of setting you up. We reviewed
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did he write Zoo?
0: He was part of Zoo, man.
1: Oh, man. Well, that means he's got a, like, a write TV writing credit now, <laughs> yeah. too, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah.
0: He basically invented TV. <sighs> Do you want me to read the synopsis? Sure. Absolutely. All right. Hang on a second here. Now, this may have been written, actually co-written. Maybe Michael Ledwidge is a, is, um, a pen name for Rob Hart. Because of the beginning of this one. This is not a test. Every New Yorker's worst nightmare is about to become a reality. New Yorkers aren't easily intimidated, but someone is doing their best to scare them badly. Why? After two inexplicable high-tech attacks, the city that never sleeps is on edge. Detective Michael Bennett, along with his old pal the FBI's Emily Parker, wonder if there's some sexy things going on with those two, have to catch the shadowy criminals who claim responsibility, but they're as good at concealing their identities as they are at wreaking havoc. In the wake of a shocking assassination, Bennett begins to suspect that these mysterious events are just the prelude to the biggest threat of all. Soon, he's racing against the clock, of course, and against the most destructive enemy he's faced yet, to save his beloved city before everyone's worst nightmare becomes a reality.
1: Here's the the issue that I have with, um, I don't want to say with people who read these books, but it's really with <laughs> with people who read these books. Yeah, it is. Oh, you know what happened? Like m- even more people have reviewed this since I- since we looked at it like an hour ago and now I can't <laughs> find the review. Um, let me Okay, here we go. This is uh by Janine wrote this <laughs> and uh, it is a 4-star review entitled Not Too Keen. It's a 4-star review entitled Not Too Keen. Let me start out with I love this man's books. I'm a big fan of this series, the Alex Cross series, and the private series. Wasn't too keen on this book. First of all, the Kindle formatting was horrible. Whoever did this needs to be shot. Shot. They
0: wow, that's, that's shot. extreme.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking, yeah. <laughs> Lines everywhere, sentences that broke off, ugly, and not something I would expect from someone the level of James Patterson. Well, honey, you're not getting James Patterson. You're getting Michael fucking <laughs> Ledwidge or whatever his name is. His books, have help, his books have helped influence my writing. I'm <laughs> sorry to see this. Mm-hmm. There are one, two, three, four, five M-dashes in what I just read. Yeah. And for the plot, M-dash, it wasn't enough of Michael Bennett. In previous books, you got the whole personality of Michael M-dash, his trials of being a single father to 10 adopted kids. Holy shit. He is a full-time New York detective, and he adopted 10 kids. That's just fucking irresponsible. Yeah, come on, man, get your shit together. An aging grandfather and a <laughs> blossoming romance with his children's nanny. I didn't get much of that with this book. M dash. It was like the author just went through the motions. I'm thinking it was more of the co-author than Patterson. That's Ooh. a four star review from a fan of James Patterson.
0: I have a, a really confusing one. It's one okay. star review. You ready? Shocking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By Mary Ellen Rivett It's a one-star review. The title of the one-star review is One Star. And the entire comment is, this is also going on my cruise. What? (laughs) The fuck does that mean? (laughs) What's going on her cruise? The one-star? There's an exclamation point
1: afterwards. She's
0: fucking serious. She's really... It's definitely going on her cruise. I don't know what that means. Oh, I'm to see.
1: clicking on the one comment, but I can't see the comment because someone <laughs> commented on it. Oh, you did not say why you only gave it one star. What was so bad about it?
0: Um, they yeah. didn't
1: respond to that. So um,
0: That's a confusing one star review. That is a confusing one star review. <laughs>
1: this is going <laughs> on I'm my gonna,
0: cruise. I'm going to be a lot more nervous if someone tells me that I'm going on their cruise.
1: Yeah, no shit. Holy crap. <laughs> they go, shit, what did I do wrong? uh let's see here's um <laughs> oh god i'm only to read the first sentence of this. this is someone who also gave it one star this is uh d mcdonald uh, who wrote bogus as the title and it says <laughs> this is essentially a quasi sci-fi novel existing in the imagination of the author as if it could fucking exist anywhere else <laughs> in the fucking world except for on that cruise where that fucking woman's taking it <laughs>
0: maybe it's the adult video network awards cruise here is
1: this anthony (laughs) Chiliberti this is the second worst patterson book behind cross country and that's the title the second worst patterson book behind cross country that's the first sentence of his review i no longer purchase patterson books i get them from my library fucking the story was so bad and poorly written by ledgwood for those who keep lining patterson by purchasing his books i would like to add better you than i does Bennett really care about his family the way Alex Cross did not in cross country? Bennett trusts Bennett trust a college kid who is recently in the country to evacuate them. It is way too too silly of a story to even justify it by writing anything more about this mess. So this guy is basically saying, I mean not buy these shitty books anymore. I keep reading them, but I read them for free. There are other books out there, uh, hmm. Tony, Chilliberti. Um, we tell you about good books all the time. So right. you but don't Park have to go on the library and getting shitty Patterson books. There are other resources for you.
0: <sighs> These people, man.
1: That's um it's pretty much Patterson watch for for this year. <laughs> this is- Wait, I found a nice five-star one.
0: Okay. <laughs> Five stars. The title is Great Suspense, and then it says another Patterson winner. So was it a surprise that it was a winner or did you know it was going to be a winner because it seemed like you always think they're winners? I'm really getting some mixed signals from this guy.
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's eight books. I'm pretty sure we covered the first, um, book, right? The first. But I guess if he's got twelve books coming out a year, there's got to be like every four months. There's a Michael Bennett book.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Patterson, watch.
1: Yeah, I keep, he keeps popping up in my feed for his um course. You know this is his his oh. learn to write thing. Yeah, he's teaching people. Regular Richard Thomas. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call out any of our, <laughs> our friends of this show. But you know when you see something like that and it tells you who your friends are that like this. <laughs> oh, there no. are two there are at least three <laughs> of our mutual Facebook friends that show up in that list. Oh. Friends of this podcast. And I gotta tell you, a little surprised to see their names. Are they authors? They are you can tell me offline. Can we? Absolutely.
0: I, I know for sure two of them. Can I put, like, girl from Ipanema in right now and you can just tell me who they are?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Really? Both like James Patterson. What? Yep. As a matter of under- fact, let's see if I can pull up the James Patterson page because I think that at the top would then show oh, me. Oh, yeah. It'll show you everybody. And 14 other friends. 14? Yeah. Ugh
0: all right so i will do a little bit of da, da, uh-huh. da. there is all right so we just went to facebook and looked up the james patterson uh facebook page and i think i had 12 you uh, uh friends mm-hmm. uh you said you had 14 maybe
1: 14 yeah a couple of them were like friends from high school and stuff but it wasn't but are there not some some surprising names there on your, some on su- your?
0: surprising names on there yeah If you're listening
1: to this episode, you know who you are. And I want to tell (laughs) you, other people can see that you like James Patterson.
0: I have no friends that like the AVN Awards. (laughs) Damn it. I'm not sure which one's more embarrassing. (laughs) Hang on. Wait, that was just an automatic thing. AVN. How could they not have a social media presence? They don't. All right, so that's a
1: fluke. Maybe they do like it. Maybe all my friends like the Adult Video Network Awards. It's possible, but like I said, I'm not sure which one's more embarrassing, getting busted liking the AVN or James Patterson. I wonder, of my 14 friends, how many of them are signed up for the course.
0: Oh. Now the joke is, some of them might be able to use it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Sadly, that's true. I could think of one in particular.
1: All right, I guess we should get off that. <laughs> I'm telling you that James Patterson, by the middle of next week, will go from three million seven hundred seventy-seven ninety-four followers to three hundred seven hundred seventy-seven thousand and like eighty-one. <laughs> you, a dozen people are gonna drop right off. Just fucking shamed him right out of it.
0: Yep um i think that's about it for this week right (sighs) um yeah we i think we did some great stuff here we uh, made fun of the hugo awards we made fun of james patterson talked ourselves up made fun of some of our friends yeah we uh we
1: basically we alienated i alienated a lot of people (laughs) um it was a successful episode
0: yeah we created an entirely new and racist set of awards that we're going to be giving out next year
1: that's never happened
0: on an episode of the podcast (laughs)
1: Oh, this Lazy Summer of Podcasting, man, it it it, uh, it it spurns the creativity in us. It really does. Rob, we're coming to an end of the Lazy Summer of Podcasting. Do we have any books in the pipeline, things we're going to review? Oh, Dude. buddy, do we ever.
0: Um, the one that I'm most excited about drops actually the day that this episode drops. August 25th sees the release of the book Secondhand Souls by... Christopher please? Moore. Oh, no, didn't take it Chris by, by Christopher later. Moore.
1: <laughs> Christopher Moore, I've been preparing for this this part the of the podcast but, yeah.
0: It's written like in big letters on your screen, yeah. on your jitterbug phone because you're old and shit. Um, I thought that was
1: for like little kids. Oh, I thought that was the old people because it had big buttons, kind of phone. Oh, maybe. Can I tell you if you're going to? Um, so I opened up my email because we were we were approached <laughs> by a, an author about um, reviewing his book, and uh, it was something that Rob and I need to talk about and and whatnot. And but I pull it up, and <laughs> the place that I go to get my oil changed like once a year. <laughs> um, I like where they this send is me going. emails. They send me emails, but at first glance, the name that it comes from is G H I R T H at Chicagoland <laughs> X something, whatever. But I always look at the first thing I just see is Girth. Girth. Oh, yeah. And if you're getting emails. From someone whose name is Girth at something, it's probably a good idea not to. <laughs> them. Especially if it's about lubricants. It is about. It's totally about lubricants.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. So um, we've got definitely we're gonna do the Christopher Moore thing. Rob and I are gonna talk. We may take a break from Lazy Summer podcasting just to do that earlier because I don't think we're gonna wait like six weeks.
0: No, I think we might have to bust that in either next episode or the one after that, and then go back to being lazy for a little bit. Yeah. Like a little summer
1: school. Oh, yes, yes. But then um, I think we're going to do this book that you and I talked about earlier a little bit, right? We're considering it. It's being considered. Okay.
0: And then we have, that's it. Um, Foreign Devils by John Horner Jacobs, which is the follow-up to The Incorruptibles, is on the radar. I don't know if we're doing it, but that's definitely coming out soon. That's the kind of stuff that's going to be in our newsletter where we'll say, hey, this author who we've talked about has this book coming up, even if we don't review it.
1: Right? Sounds way too science fiction-y, and John Horner Jacobs could be a crusty white guy.
0: He could be He could be a whitey Spock. <laughs> he could be. He could be one of those whitey Spocks that we've heard about. Um, there's another one that's coming out, too, that I'm trying to think of. Shit. When's Wendig's book coming out? The fucking Star Wars book.
1: I don't know. Soonish. You want to read the Star, Star Wars book? We might have to read the Star Wars book. It's kind of interesting because I am interested in the new movies. So I don't know that I'll read like the 18 books or whatever that lead <laughs> yeah. up to it. Yeah. But I, I I might read one just to kind of see where they're starting from, what their, you know, kind of transition point is. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. might be something we do. Yes, yeah, so maybe
0: Star Wars book in there. We've got uh, more sci-fi. I... Do you hear what Rob's saying? <sighs> sci-fi. Then there's yeah, going to be know. some
1: sci-fi. We're going to follow it with some sci-fi.
0: We want to win best fans f- zine fans super zippy zappy cast or whatever the fucking category was
1: <laughs> you know we're gonna have to cosplay to do that so get your uh, get your fucking get your gear ready man i don't know who, who are you gonna be if you had to cosplay as one science fiction character who would it be
0: oh that presumes that i know one to talk about um but it sucks because i have to find a fat one Okay. Otherwise, I'm just going to be fat. That character, you know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, authenticity. I got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I see what you're saying. Okay. Like, I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you said that. I was thinking I go as one of the doctors.
0: So. Yeah, that's not a surprise. You're you're one of those. Are you? What are they called? Hoovians. Hoovians. Yes, I'm a Hoovian. You're a Hoovian.
1: But I hate sci-fi. Weird, right? Hmm.
0: I don't know what to say to that. Um i can't think of anything maybe one of our listeners will have a good idea of what fat sci-fi or fantasy character i could go cosplay as when we're trying to win
1: our podcast award perfect perfect we'll do anything for awards so yeah so we've got books coming up
0: all right that's going to wrap it up for this episode maybe we'll talk about a book next time but i would just be prepared to hear us talking about bullshit some more just in case
1: can I tell you, I said that I would mention some other podcasts at the end of this episode. Do you remember me saying that? And oh. I said it slightly in jest. I said, it, oh, oh, don't worry. After this, we'll tell you about some good podcasts. Some good ones to listen, to, listen to. to? I do remember. I can you tell you about that. one that's good. <sighs> but um, when I was listening to our podcast, which is my favorite podcast. Um, Mine too. you know, Recommended stuff comes up afterwards. I was looking. There's one called Supernatural News. Hmm. Or, I'm sorry. It's called, I guess it's called Darkness Radio. But they do it anyway. It caught my eye because the title was eight eight slash twenty one the date and then hour three. These fucking guys do supernatural news five nights a week on AM radio for three goddamn hours. Five nights a week.
0: Hang on, let me do you the math I, on that.
1: Y- yeah, I'll carry, carry, the, carry one. the one. Yeah.
0: Fifteen hours a week.
1: You and I cannot come up if we're not reviewing. It, we cannot come up with content to fill like one fucking hour a week. And these guys do three hours. And, and you know what? It was like anything goes, right? We are talking about fucking music videos and AVN awards and movies and TV shows. Like, right? These motherfuckers talk about supernatural news three hours a night, five days a week. They've been doing it, I think, for six or seven years. I
0: know that you're trying to emphasize that that's kind of an impressive feat, right? Yeah, isn't it? I don't know, man, because my first thought is those guys are fucking
1: losers. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can change your mind on that. You realize that's probably what they do for a living and probably the only thing they do for a living.
0: Oh, like they get paid? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, all right, that's cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so can I'm we all turned turned 90 minutes of stuff five times a week if that was our job? We probably could. Did you do that math right? 90 minutes? You said three hours. Right, but we'd put in a lot of commercials.
0: Oh, like half of the time would be commercials? Pretty much. Okay, yeah, then, yes, I could come up with 90 No, minutes. I don't want
1: to do fucking three hours a night. We could do an hour and a half a night. I could do that for sure. Yeah, I don't know what radio is. I'm trying to think. I know TV is 18 minutes for every hour. I think radio is a little higher. Probably 22 minutes. or us do 40, it. 80 something. We talked
0: about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's one of the things we do. We talk about doing stuff and then we don't do it. Yeah, that's one of our favorite things. I did register another domain. I had that happen.
1: Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> I know you did that. we talk about Pie shows. Remember? That was going to be our ticket out of here. Pie shows. All because of some (laughs) guy who couldn't pronounce his own name right. (laughs) Well, lost another listener.
0: That guy's really confused about shit. (laughs) Pie Chose was going to be. Yeah, but there was no, yeah. Oh, Livazon.com was going to be our money grab, too. Livazon was
1: was a good one. Um, Let's see what else did we have. You even got that remote-controlled helicopter. (laughs) I did. I do. I still have it. It keeps banging right, though. (laughs) All Um, right. Yeah. we're done. we're so fucking done. all right.
0: <laughs> I tried to cut it. I tried to end it, and you wouldn't
1: let me I know in a couple of weeks I think I'm gonna do a Christmas more book that'll be kind of a normal episode. There's a chance we might come out with new uh with new sci fi awards in the near future. I will probably say something inappropriate about some fucking group or another next week. so come back then until then, I'm Livia now
0: I'm rabbles and keep reading female ejaculating whatever. Nominees. Ah, oh, fuck, man. There was one. <laughs> there was one link I had to click on, and all the <laughs> all the categories are right here. So i You gotta girl... be careful what links you click on on those sites, man. Did your Did your MacBook <laughs> just shut down? No. All right. This seems legit. Uh, all girl performer of the year. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be good. BBW performer of the year. You know
1: BB- Buffalo w- Wild Wings. Right? Oh wait, no, that's BWW. <laughs> I gotta tell you, if there was a Buffalo Wild, Buffalo Wild Wings performance, I'm I'm totally down.
0: It's just the best video that took place in a Buffalo
1: Wild Wings. Yeah. Well, okay. Again, let's go back to what started this—the Sci-Fi Awards. <laughs> tell me, the best video that took place at a Buffalo Wild Wings is an equivalent to some of the other ones you read? <laughs> Big beautiful women, right? Is that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, this one's boring. Best actor.
1: Okay. Best actress. I, you, I, have a, I have a coworker who's part British. <laughs> and she's like, what did she say, though? She goes, oh, God, if you ever look up BBC and this word, she's like, the results aren't what you think they'd be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember what she searched for, but she got apparently an eyeful. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Alright, I think this is the award you were mentioning
1: before, best all girl release. Are you serious? <laughs> oh no, i no, that's got that's <laughs> gotta be just all girl movie, right? Oh, I
0: thought I, <laughs> I misinterpreted the word release. Best amateur pro am series? It's pro- amateur
1: pro am. This is. This is the fucking Hugo Awards. What was that fucking amateur pro zine? What the <laughs> fuck was <laughs>
0: Alright, this, this category could, could stand to get retitled. Best anal release. <laughs> and best BDSM movie. I don't see gray on there. Huh. Fifty sheds of gray. <laughs> best celebrity sex tape. Ooh. Farrah two. Mimi and Nico. are they celebrities if I don't under I don't know who they are? I was hoping that what if it was a Farrah Fawcett? Tammy Aaron. Tealuk Tequila, too. Is the backdoored and squirting. Tealuk Tequila is the only name I even recognize. She was like a big social media chick, right? Yeah, like, she got famous on Twitter or something. Okay. I thought that was, yeah. Best comedy? Best comedy. All right, we're going to do the names of these. Okay. Bikini Babes are Sharkbait. I, I instantly want to watch that. Oh, God, that sounds brilliant. The Landlord. The Long Hard Ride, weren't The Masterpiece, Mysterious Ways, Odd Jobs, Owner Gets Clipped. What does that mean? Porno Pirates of the Pacific, The Pornographer, a little bit meta there. Proud Parents, The Real Thing, Southern Hospitality, Squatter, kind of like that one, Switch, and Vampire Cheerleaders. Oh. <laughs> yep, that's the other one I want to watch. Oh, yeah. Vampire Cheerleader sounds excellent. <laughs> Your best director in a foreign feature. Best director in a foreign... Na- God, are come you coming? On. Are you coming again? <laughs> are, you, are you coming already? Hang on. Are you coming already? <laughs> um, oh, best double penetration sex scene. Best drama...
1: Best, Dude, editing, best double penetration sex scene. So if we're talking about, we're talking about how rewards are curated, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, and we were talking about anthologies last episode. There's a guy who just sits around. And he's like only <laughs> 750 more <are> double penetration <laughs> scenes and I am done. Oh God. That sounds awful. The way that you say it. This award ceremony has to be like four fucking days long.
0: I'm like 25% through the list. Oh, my God. All right, so we're going to skip and We're going to do some highlights. Um, Best non-sex performance. Take that for what it is. What
1: the fuck does that mean? What are some of the nominees in that category?
0: Well, there are people's names and then the movie that they appeared in, and they're all totally porn titles like Block Party, the Chillin' Grillin' Orgy. (laughs) Kind of want to watch that. Down on Abbey, Tales from the Bottomley Manor.
1: Oh, see, that's... Oh, that breaks my heart a little bit. <laughs> I'm guessing that it's actually acting in a porn movie. That that must be right. what that means, right? Like, like the
0: non... Oh, Game of Bones, Winter is Coming. <laughs> the Dr. Whore porn parody. So I think it's the, non, yeah, the non-boning parts. Mm-hmm. Boning. People don't say that anymore. Apparently you do. Best parody. Ooh, here we go. 24... Nine and a Half Weeks, American Hustle, Austin Powers, Barbarella, Cape Fear, Cinderella, The Doctor Whore, Porn Parody, E.T., Game of Bones. It's about a
1: fucking alien.
0: I know, right? A fucking alien, literally, that's what it's about. <laughs> Not Jersey Boys, Snow White, Spider-Man, This Ain't Boardwalk Empire, <laughs> and The horror of Wall Street. Oh, best young girl release, that almost makes me cringe. Oh shit! I'm so glad we persevered. I really want to know who won this. Ready for this? This I am ready. This category: Clever Title of the Year Award. All right,
1: let's let's hear the nominees.
0: Now, the word "clever" is in the is in the title of this, right? And mm-hmm. the very first title is "One in the Slit, One in the Shit." <laughs> this next one, though. 12 Inches a Slave. <laughs> Down on the Planet of the Gapes. I'm sorry, Dawn of the Planet of the Gapes. Oh, man. DNA, Daughters Need Anal. Oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> Fishing for Pussy. <laughs> I'm not 50, I'm five perfect tens. All right, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> the Little maid. <spermaid. laughs> I don't even see how this made it in the category. My black stepdaddy disciplined me, now my pussy is sore. <laughs> I
1: don't know if that's clever, but that is the best
0: fucking title I think I've ever heard. Oh. Pregnant and pounded, romancing her rectum, sexy, horny, and homeless. <laughs> uh, she divorced me, so I fucked her hot slutty attorney. Oh, I think I know what I'm voting for. Transformers. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> See, now, the other ones were fucking far funnier. But for Clever, Transformers really doesn't. Yeah, that's probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> my black stepdaddy disciplined me, now my <laughs> pussy is <are> sore. <laughs> oh, mama. <sighs> oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: that's, God damn it. Sounds like a two live crew fucking (laughs) lyric.